0: I Welcome back to the Informed Pregnancy and Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, pregnancy-focused chiropractor, Dr. Elliot Berlin. Tonight, we have a returning guest. She was last on the podcast very pregnant with a breech baby, and plans were sort of unfolding on how to give birth. Now, she's had the baby, and she's returned to share the story. Esme got. Are you even close
1: yes you say it very well
0: <laughs> oh thank you very much thank you <laughs> welcome back to the podcast and congratulations mama
1: thank you so much
0: <laughs> you did it well i don't know how or what but uh, you did it and sometimes once in a while i wish this podcast was video together with audio you are uh, beaming i mean the baby's oh. <laughs> like two weeks old
1: oh uh, yeah i don't feel that way but thank you
0: <laughs> i look how you feel and I don't know how you look, but you look like, okay, I had a baby, I don't know, a year ago, you look <laughs> rested, you look fantastic. So let's uh, dig right into it. So you were into your pregnancy doing all these different things to try to help your baby flip. Give us a reminder. What things did you try?
1: Sure. Well, of course, I saw you. And every, I failed. Every week. <laughs> no, you didn't.
0: <laughs> it was
1: very helpful for labor and uh, acupuncture, you know, spinning babies, talking to the baby, meditations, <laughs> mm. every, everything I think there is. Yeah.
0: Did you try manually turning the baby?
1: That's the only thing I didn't try. Where the other things felt soft and right for me, this felt a little like to turn a being that is... Deciding to sit that way and then manually turn in from the outside, it felt a little rough or something. It didn't quite feel like something I would do. So I didn't do that.
0: And you had been planning a home birth. Yes. So let's put this back. You're from Amsterdam. So do you know if there are birth options for breech babies? Only in the
1: hospital. Yeah. So So
0: they do vaginal breech delivery, but in the hospital?
1: They do. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, I was glad to be here, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Which
0: is interesting, because you said a lot of people do home birth.
1: Yes, we have around 30% of people doing home birth. I was born at home, my partner was, so... Wow. it's very regular not over here
0: <laughs> yeah up
1: there it's a normal thing you know one in three
0: <laughs> I don't know with the price of the gas the way it is I think more people are going to give birth at <laughs> home yeah where that drives. although you said everybody rides bicycles by yeah. you so that, that's not a factor <laughs> no But we did say that's probably why there's so much home birth, because deep in labor, you'd have to go get on your bicycle to get to the hospital.
1: Not so comfortable.
0: (laughs) Who wants that? (laughs) Okay, so for you, you know, home birth is a kind of a natural thing. It sounds like about one in three people in Amsterdam give birth at home, and vaginal breech delivery is not super taboo. It's just not done at home. Sure. So for you, it's not like that foreign, except that you're here in the shiny united states of america where we don't really have that many people doing home birth like uh, i don't know one and a half percent roughly and we have very few people attending breech birth vaginally so a little bit of a pickle for you and you didn't want to do the ecv but you didn't want to have a cesarean birth or even a hospital birth
1: no i had this strong urge that i wanted to try at home at least you know i was you know willing to whatever would happen to pivot with the situation but i had confidence that with the right team i could do it at home and i'm a person i'm very sensitive to energy to smells to people and i thought oh for me the best labor experience for me where i feel safe is at home to be Mm -hmm. in my own environment and to have a team that i chose to be there that felt right for my labor you know, a lot of people feel much safer in a hospital, which I also totally understand.
0: Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I always recommend that people give birth where they feel safe, where they feel most relaxed. You know, obviously within the realm of reasonable risk, but all things being equal, then some people are so relaxed at a hospital and feel so much safer. That that's a great place to give birth. And other people don't, and they feel much safer at home. So sure. it's an important factor to take into account. So who did you select for your team? I remember you switched midwives towards the end when you were a breach and trying to sort of pivot gears to a breach friendly team.
1: Yes, I did. I had my doula Stacey Blackwell. I had my Stacy, I wanted to say.
0: Oh, well you did have your Stacy. Yeah, I
1: did but have You
0: better be careful because a lot of people call her their Stacy too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And she was my doula for months. So she recommended a new midwife, or for me new, Alex Evangelidi. And she was a great match. And through Instagram, God bless Instagram in that way, <laughs> I found a Birthing Instincts from Dr. Fishbein. Yeah. And working with him is Dr. Victoria Flores. And she does breech deliveries at home as well. And she happened to share office with Alex, which is also funny. Sometimes it lines up. And they both were willing to take us on at 36 weeks. So,
0: yeah. I imagine that's uh, something that they encounter fairly regularly when people find out I'm breached and I have very few options. Probably their phone starts ringing.
1: Yeah. I think I was a little, like, later on to the game.
0: Well, most do people a... don't find out until thirty-three weeks or so. So no, yeah, you don't. You don't get that much time.
1: No. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so you have a medical doctor who does home birth and a midwife. In California, midwives, you know, can't be the sole provider for home birth anymore. And then you have your Stacy. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> she's
1: mine now. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, you're right <laughs> I mark you um, yeah. and then you have you and your husband
1: yes and the midwife and the Dr. Flores they both had an assistant as well oh wow it's like yeah. in a full
0: house you guys full house. basketball five, <laughs> yeah. five okay all right I got to find out how this whole experience went I really want to know the juicy details we'll be right back with Esme Welcome back to the Informed Pregnancy and Parenting Podcast. We're talking to new mama Esme, who has more energy and radiance, and you look like you've not been sleep deprived at all. I don't know how you do it, but actually you do take very, very good care of your body, your machine. So I guess it it does pay off. It does
1: help, I guess. I don't know.
0: (laughs) To make you feel even better, I went to the opposite end of the spectrum for contrast. (laughs) i'm doing my part to help no more uh, <laughs> uh okay so your plans are changing your baby's breach. you're hanging upside down you're burning weird smoky stuff at your toes you're yeah subjecting yourself to my 18 plus years of dad jokes while i'm trying <laughs> to loosen up your body and nothing's happening. So you switch teams. You've got a midwife and a midwife assistant, a medical doctor and a medical doctor's assistant. Your Stacy, which is Stacy Blackwell, your doula. And then you also have your husband. Did he have an assistant? No. Okay. No. <laughs>
1: the only one who didn't. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. Yeah. But he's your assistant. So really, it's yeah. you and your assistant. Yes. Okay. How does labor begin for you?
1: Um, I lost my mucus block like the day of. And you normally you can lose it and walk around for two weeks, but I kind of knew like, I think this is it because yeah, call me a little crazy, but I really talked to the baby, like we're ready for you. Like I wasn't done being pregnant, but I was ready for him. Like we had everything in place. So I was kind of talking to him like, we're ready. You can come. And then a day later, <laughs> and it, it all started. I, you know, I believe in that stuff. Most people don't, but <laughs> I, I mean, think it's helpful.
0: <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> I mean, you told me to call you crazy. Yeah. Where are you in relation to your due date? Uh,
1: I was 39 weeks and four days at okay. that point. So
0: and... you're approaching the center of the target in terms of guessing when the baby is coming. Yeah. And you signal politely, hey, now is not a bad time if you're available. Yeah. And your plug comes out, and it feels like... Things are getting very close. Did you lose your plug? Did you just notice it in the toilet, or
1: I noticed it in my underwear. Okay, <laughs> and then the midwife was like, "Send me a picture. I don't want yeah, to see they
0: want there. <laughs> yeah." They always want pictures. Yeah, they always <laughs> want pictures
1: their eye, eye must be gross
0: i know seriously yeah. i was just thinking of those tiktoks where they say put your last 10 pictures to this yeah. music
1: no they cannot do that
0: they cannot do that no no,
1: no. Uh, uh,
0: you know what they should open up just an account called lost and found for all those mucus plugs that yes. have been lost um okay i mean if you're not grossed out can i ask you details about your plug
1: sure you can was ask it- was
0: it, like what was it compared to what you expected it to be big or small the coloring of it
1: i googled a few days before the way it looked because i didn't know people just mm-hmm. told me it kind of looks like snot sometimes and mm-hmm. it could be blood there could be this i'm like okay i'll just google it kind of looked like you blow your nose
0: <laughs> okay but like you blow your nose and there's a lot in there
1: no not too much but i so just feel like this is it yeah this okay. is the thing was, did you yeah.
0: have any color to it was there any blood?
1: No, nothing. So I just knew like, Just boogers. Yeah, boogers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you send the picture, discard the plug, and then that is what time of day?
1: Yeah, that was uh, like midday and nothing happened. What day of the week? It was Wednesday. Okay. So Wednesday,
0: midday, you lose your plug and you kind of feel it coming. So are you excited? Are you like, hey, this is one big step closer?
1: I was excited and also the two days before I was stocking up on groceries like there was a apocalypse coming or something. Oh
0: like a pandemic or whatever?
1: Yeah. (laughs) What would give you that
0: crazy idea?
1: Yeah I stocked the fridge and everything I thought we're so close better have food
0: at the house. (laughs) I think that every day.
1: Yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that's not what I regularly do like my partner visited. he looked at the cabinets he was like what are you doing it's like <laughs> now we have food you know a lot of people they nest and that was my form of nesting your just, nesting was yeah. uh,
0: filling the nest with whatever parmesan, it was.
1: parmesan cheese and oh, uh, <laughs> so,
0: lucky bird yeah. okay yeah. all right so you you fill up the house and then that's wednesday
1: yeah and the funny thing my partner told me a few days after he came home that night and he is a music producer. He works in the studio. And he thought, I think she's close. I'll take everything I need from my studio because I don't think I will return here <laughs> in a few like for a while. But he didn't tell me that. So he came home oh. with all his, you know, equipment and everything he needs at home. So it was interesting. And he came home, we had dinner and he fell into a deep sleep. And I thought, that's smart. If it starts tonight, then he has a sleep. He's rested. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: But you didn't think maybe you should go to sleep?
1: I was resting as well, but I was also exciting and starting to cramp a little, like lightly. So okay. but I also thought, okay, for some people that's days. You yeah. know, it can be days. So
0: I've had cramps for almost a week <laughs> after some bad. <laughs> what
1: did you? Yeah, what did you eat? <laughs>
0: Yeah. It happens. <laughs> yeah. I should have stopped out. Fresh food. Okay, so your plug is out, you're cramping unbeknownst to your husband brings home his whole studio yeah okay now what time is it
1: it was later in the evening i think like 11 or 12 and we fall asleep on the couch a lot we have a very comfy couch Uh (laughs) and uh, he moved to the bed and i was excited and the cramping was definitely picking up and i wasn't timing anything but i thought maybe i should time this because it seems like there's a pattern So I did, but it was like five minutes and sometimes seven minutes. Yeah. So they were close together but not like a pattern to call anyone. Mm -hmm. But I did text the birth team. We had a group chat with everyone in there. You
0: have to with that kind of crowd.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And also Dr. Flores was like without traffic, she was an hour and a half away. Oh, wow. And yeah, with traffic, it could be two and a half hours. So You know, first-time mamas usually take a longer time. But, yeah, I wanted to keep everyone informed. Sounds like a
0: good time for Uber chopper.
1: Yeah, (laughs) really.
0: Oh, so you wanted to keep everybody really well informed.
1: Yeah. I texted Stacy too, and I texted her the minute, and she was like, get some rest, you know, try to sleep. So I did. I went to bed and had a few hours of sleep.
0: Great. What happened then?
1: And then I woke up at, like, Five in the morning was too intense for the cramps or contractions at that point to sleep through. So I texted Stacy and also, well, I first got out of the bed, didn't wake up my partner because I really enjoy just one moment with myself, just like to sounds hippy dippy, but like to ground myself like, okay, you can do this. It's going to be okay. You can handle this sensation, you know, just to be, I don't know, center myself without yeah. Having anyone else involved, yeah, that was nice. I did that in the bathroom, and then contractions really picked up.
0: Okay, so two questions off the bat. Where are you feeling them at this point?
1: I was feeling the contractions, luckily, like, in my uterus, like, strong menstrual cramps, not in my back. I've heard that's rigorous.
0: <laughs> it looks terrible, I am going to be honest. Yeah. Uh, so you felt it, like, low in your belly kind of?
1: Yeah. Stunted. Yeah. Centered. Yeah.
0: But they were intense.
1: They were, yeah. Picking up. Like it was, you know, from waking up to pain that I couldn't sleep through to moving to the bathroom. I think moving also like made it pick up. Yeah. From in just a few minutes, I thought, okay, I think I need to text people.
0: <laughs> yeah. Are you able to breathe and let them move through you or do you feel yourself tensing up?
1: I was, uh, and I woke up my partner, Vin, because he had to set up the bed and everything. We have a white bed, a white rug.
0: <laughs> oh, everything's so, white?
1: Yeah, oh. he had to do like a, a Dexter mercy <laughs>
0: preparation. <laughs> to wrap everywhere. Yeah,
1: we had like all these equipments for painters and everything to... Yeah. Oh, the
0: tarps, the tarps. Yeah, to
1: wrap everything and lots oh, of wow. towels and yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Then my second question was, when you're in the bathroom and things are picking up, are you, like, sitting on the toilet or standing? Did you get into a shower or tub? What are you doing in there?
1: When it really picked up, Daisy suggested, she wasn't here yet, but she suggested get in the shower on your birth ball and try to bounce and be under the warm water. But for some reason, I did that for a few minutes, and I thought, no, I don't want to be here. You know, it's really strange how you and they were, like, have – places you really don't want to be or you do want to be or you want to be touched or you don't you know it's
0: yeah i could tell you this as a guy does body work at birth all the time there are moments where you know if i were to take my hands off of someone's back they would freak out and scream yeah. get your hands back there and then two seconds later it's like okay that's too much get off yeah. you know and it's <laughs> exactly. just you know you learn to f- find the rhythm and to communicate without even using words but it's just like so interesting how in one minute don't touch me in the next minute why aren't you there yeah and also the temperature like oh i'm so hot i'm freezing i'm hot yeah yeah those it is fluctuations like that. are so interesting and then yeah usually like if you close your eyes and take a deep breath your body will tell you if either the position or the surroundings that you're in are favorable or not that's really yes. cool yeah yeah All right. I want to find out more, but we should take another break. And then when we come back, the rest of the story. (laughs) Hey, everyone. It's Dr. Berlin. And I want to talk to you about something that is close to my heart. Literally. Omega-3. It's a crucial nutrient that's sadly overlooked. With 95% of women deficient, Don't wait. Visit thisisneeded.com and use code BERLIN to get 20% off your initial order. Experience the needed difference, consciously crafted for your health and the planet. Welcome back. We're talking to Esme gosh, things are heating up. You're having surges or contractions. Luckily, like uh, strong menstrual cramps in your lower belly, your body says no to the shower with the birth ball. And you're texting your whole crowd, especially your doctor, who's like one to three hours away. What happens next?
1: Yeah, I moved, weirdly enough, I moved to my garden. Oh, <laughs> And that's it was beautiful. Uh, about six in the morning then, so it was still, you know, uh, the sun was out yet, but birds were chirping and we wow. have a fairly small garden, but it's full of bamboo and it's like secluded. So no one can look into it. So it's very private. Oh, nice. But for some reason, I like the fresh air and, mm-hmm. and I put down a bath mat and my bird ball where I leaned on and it was on my knees and then leaned on the bird ball and moved. And that was my sweet spot. That's where I stayed for a while.
0: That sounds beautiful. Were you vocalizing? Were you making noise?
1: not yet at that point i was still breathing
0: stay tuned
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and uh stacy arrived a few minutes later and uh, i know alex texted her the midwife she was like is she in active labor and (laughs) stacy said yeah she's so in it like it's hard to get contact with her so yeah she's in active labor (laughs)
0: Hmm. so they start heading over
1: yeah the rest of the team started heading over And luckily, like, Flores already was on her way because she saw the timing of the contractions and she followed everything and she thought, okay, I better go over Mm -hmm. there. So she came around 6.30 or 6.45 and she suggested to check me, which I wanted. I was ready for that to see where it was at. But it's also scary because you're like, oh, I hope it's not, you know? (laughs) What if it's a
0: half a centimeter? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Definitely, but it was funny. I even have a picture of it. I have two like sunbeds near, we have a small pool, and I have two sunbeds, and they just laid a towel on the sunbed outside. Oh, and they she- checked you there? Yeah, they checked me oh, there. And-
0: good thing for that bamboo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has this ultrasound on her phone, which is amazing because she. What? Would- Yeah, she wanted to check the baby's position again. It's on her phone. It's incredible.
0: Okay, wait, wait. It's got to be a probe that attaches to her phone.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. And her phone is
0: the screen. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Okay. Yeah.
1: So she wanted to check if the baby was still Frank Breach, which means bummed down, which is a good way to labor.
0: (laughs) Oh, if you're going to be Breach. Yes. (laughs) I'm looking for an app that lets my Android phone make fresh pasta.
1: Maybe it's doable.
0: (laughs) I'm not there yet. I'm working on it. So, sharks, who wants? Okay, back to you. So, when she checks you, you find out that
1: I was six centimeters.
0: Oh, amazing. Does that feel good? Yeah.
1: I was still breathing, you know? It was painful, but I was like, okay. You know, I think I've got this. (laughs) Only four to go. Yeah. And I wasn't in panic. My worry beforehand was like, okay, what if the sensations overwhelm you from the beginning? You know, it could be, you don't know, you've never done labor. So I was happy. Yeah.
0: In addition to the laboring, you also have a breech baby, which again, here is sort of considered taboo-ish, you know, scary, risky. I'm not judging for anything for anybody, but... Is that even on your mind at all? Or are you just like in regular plain old labor?
1: I was just, and I don't know for any different because it's my first baby, but I was in regular plain old labor, but I was already in that state the last few weeks you saw me. Mm -hmm. I was going to you with the intention, like, okay, let's loosen this body up for labor. Either way, this baby comes out.
0: (laughs) Right.
1: Yeah. And and towards the
0: end, you realistically realized, this baby is probably not going to turn, and I'm okay. I'm going to just deliver. And, yeah. and being Frank Breach does give you that advantage. Out of all the Breach positions, the safer one to deliver. Okay, six centimeters, what next?
1: I moved to a shower uh, again, another Indoors? shower. <laughs> Indoors. <Okay.
0: laughs>
1: and that was good to have the heat on my back. I still didn't have contraction in my back, but it was just nice to be under warm water. yeah, And to move to change your scenery is good, <laughs>
0: yeah. I guess.
1: And Stacy was squeezing my hips, which, yeah, if she left for the bathroom, I was like, where is she? <laughs> I know. We said, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: If you're a good hip squeezer, you can't even have anything in a drink two hours before the no. birth.
1: And my partner, he was really sweet. He tried to squeeze when she left, but it wasn't as good. It's, yeah. a, it's a technique, and you know, it's a technique. Uh, yeah. If he
0: practices uh, <laughs> with a whole bunch of ladies in labor, he'll get yeah. really good at it.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so that happened. And then I had a birth pool as well, actually. Oh, nice. And Filled that, up and worn? Yeah. The assistants were filling that up while I was in that shower. And then I moved to that pool, which was really nice for the transition. Yeah. And that was also a moment where I said to Vincent, like, wow, this is, you know, uh, and also a moment where I realized, oh, I wanted to do this at home.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't
1: want any <laughs> epidural or, you know, and what I was like, was okay.
0: I thinking,
1: Yeah, there's no way back now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a moment like that, but, you know, I knew transition is, where you think like, okay, can I do this? You know, you have a moment of, wow.
0: (laughs) Self-doubt, but it's, yeah, Yeah. it's also the climax. Like it's generally your last wall of fear to overcome. And then boom, it just autopilot takes over.
1: Yeah. So this was around nine o'clock and I felt pushy already. Like I felt these surges that were stronger that were, yeah, crunching my whole belly. So I knew like, okay, I think this is like where I push. (laughs) And they checked me again, and yes, I was 10 centimeters. 10 centimeters. They checked yeah. you in the water, huh? They checked me in the water, yeah. That's possible, yeah.
0: Yeah, cool. Is Dr. Flores transducer for the iPhone water? She didn't do that. She didn't do it, okay. <laughs> yeah. My pasta maker works on the tub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, 10 centimeters ready to push. But you knew before they checked you. Yeah,
1: really, I could really cool. feel it. But I'm really in tune with my body, so I know... And yeah, I know, I guess a lot of women know when they labor, but
0: yeah. Yeah, Sometimes, you know, like everything, some more than others. Yeah. So yeah. how's pushing?
1: That was a moment where I, well, in the water, it didn't really work. I think the water was too relaxing or something and there's no gravity in there. And for some reason I wanted to be kind of on my hands and knees. And after a few trying of pushing, I thought this is not working for me. So I got out of the tub and got on to all these paddings they laid over our white White rug. The rug, it was still the rug. I tried on a birthing stool, which I thought looks like a stool, but this one, it was just an iron, I would call it, yeah. It didn't look like a stool. I thought you could really sit on it, but it's more... Oh,
0: it's empty in the middle.
1: Yeah, it's empty. It's it's more to like squat. Yeah, there's no support. really. But but yeah, so I tried that. And that was also a moment where I felt fear because I felt every time I pushed, I felt more pain. And it's really weird, Mm -hmm. because you've been breathing through those contractions and kind of like breathing them, letting them move through you. And then you have to work with them. So it's really a switch where they ask you to push on a contraction and with pushing you surrender. Yeah, you tense your body, you work, you yeah, I was tensing my jaw and everything. So yeah, it was the first moment I did feel afraid, but I was vocalizing that. I saw I just said to everybody, I was like, I'm afraid. So they could tell me like, okay, that's okay, but we're moving through (laughs) pulling through here.
0: This is like 24 hours since you first felt things, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. The
0: surges before you went to bed. Yeah. And Stacey said get some rest. Did you, now that you're 10 centimeters and pushing in different formats, did you kind of feel the baby? Did you either see or reach up and feel the baby?
1: I didn't. I was feeling his little head still in my tummy. And they yeah. also told yeah. me to push down a little bit because that oh. helped. So I did that. And at that moment while I was pushing, his heart rate went down every time I pushed and it went down into the 90s, but also one time into the 70s. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that was not good. So every this time... This is not
0: when you're, just to clarify, you're not pushing with your hands, like pushing the baby down. It's just you're pushing like a oh, regular... Oh, sorry. Yes. Labor pushing. <laughs> labor no, no, I just pushing. want to clarify. So <laughs> yeah. labor pushing, and uh, every time you push, the baby's heart rate starts to decelerate. Yes. One time, scarily low. Are people getting nervous at that point?
1: Uh. Vincent was, my partner was, uh-huh. he didn't show that to me. He was so calm the whole labor. Like, God bless him. Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, well, he's great.
1: Yeah. And um, no, but Dr. Flores, everyone was very calm, but she was like, okay, uh, get up. After every contraction, she made me get up and move my body, dance, wiggle, and talk to my baby. She was like, connect to your baby. And then his heart rate jumped back up again to like oh, 40. Yeah, within a few seconds. So it was really weird to witness. Of course, I was in it, but I was hearing all the numbers. And that happened every time. So it was like a dance. They made me push. And then I had to stand up, dance, talk to the baby. Stacy said, you're really like swaying your hips. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I was just doing what I was told. So mm-hmm. I wasn't really there. I think for my partner, it was way scarier because he saw me in pain you know, saying I was afraid. He saw the heart rate of the baby go down, but I was just working. I thought, no, this, you know, he needs to get out. Yeah.
0: How long did that go on?
1: It went on for like 10 times trying to push. And then you have some time in between where there isn't a contraction. But eventually, because that was happening, I just was pushing, even if I didn't have a contraction. I Mm. thought, okay, let's go. And I think It was good for me to move through my fear, knowing that the baby wasn't, he was recovering really well, but he also wasn't coping while I was pushing. So it was good a good motivation for me to set aside my fears. I think that's parenthood. (laughs) And you work for your baby.
0: During that process, did you feel, were there signs of progress that you're bringing the baby down? Uh,
1: I didn't feel that I just felt pain. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, we were also trying different positions. So they had me lay on my back on the bed. Didn't work at all for me. Back on the birthing stool. We even got a squatty potty out. Oh wow! <laughs> I was on the birthing stool, and we turned the birthing stool around so it was backwards. I was on a squatty potty with one foot, and that's when I made the most progress. Like oh wow! That's when his little bum like moved past my pubic bone, and. Yeah, he was ready to be born. A squatty yeah. pushy. Yeah, a squatty pushy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So then did you at any point feel with your hand what was coming through?
1: No, and also a uh, breech is supposed to be hands-off. Like you shouldn't touch the baby
0: uh,
1: in case they no startle problem. and gasp like because their head I is still know. inside. So they don't recommend that so yeah, I didn't even ask if I was allowed to do it, but I don't think so. You know, it's hands up for everybody.
0: Yeah, and sometimes my, they just have a mirror so you can see.
1: Yeah, and my partner was in front of me while I was pushing, and he was seeing the baby in between my legs because the birthing stools, yeah, it gives you clear vision. Open,
0: yeah. Yeah. Not, and, not like your backyard.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my personal backyard. <laughs> and... um he was telling me what was happening so he was like yeah the bum's out the legs are almost out you're doing so great so he was vocalizing what he was seeing which gave me motivation like okay i'm doing this right because the birth team was like okay push push it out like they're supposed to but it was good to have a visual being told to me like he's almost out and i was scared that the head might take a while I don't know why I had that idea in mind beforehand with him being breached, I had being born last. I thought, what if that doesn't come out? But that went within a minute or so from his body being born. So, so
0: you're standing at that point?
1: No, I was still on the birthing stool with one foot oh, of my squatty okay. body.
0: So you're <laughs> in a squat with your one leg up.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Know,
1: so. Oh, and Victoria Flores, the doctor, she had her hands like, kind of up in my perineum, like lifting my butt cheeks to give oh. the baby more space.
0: I wonder what year of medical school that technique is. Oh, into.
1: my God. <laughs> but it was helpful, but she was, like, yeah, so close to me, like lifting my butt uh, and Alex yeah. was below, like, laying to see if the baby was coming. Like, yeah. Wow. But at that moment, you're like, okay, you know. <laughs> you
0: know what reminds me a little bit of, like, when you take the car for the oil change and then go downstairs? Yeah. And they're looking up from underneath and just, you know. It's
1: like that.
0: <laughs> that's what it sort of sounds like. Yeah. Jiffy birth. Yes. Okay, so then the baby comes out.
1: Yeah, he comes out. But first. But first, because he was so close to the ground, they had a lot of soft padding, and because it's hands off, they kind of, don't know if you've ever watched, you've watched lots of breech birds. They kind of, sorry, they let the baby kind of fall out. It sounds not good but that's the best for them and i moved to the bed and they carried him you know through my legs and still
0: attached by the cord
1: still attached by the cord and they put him on a bed next to me because they kind of wanted to see like if he was okay from having that heart rate go down but his heart rate was good he didn't need any suctioning didn't need any air he was perfectly okay and Mm. he was more covered in blood than Vernix, which I was surprised by, but I immediately started rubbing his back and like talking to him, and he started vocalizing. And my partner was crying. I wasn't even crying. I was still like in I the mode. I'm crying
0: right now. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I was still in the mode of like, is he okay? Is are we okay? You know, because yeah.
0: You're still in your animalistic you know like all the other animals
1: yeah on the making sure you young is okay <laughs>
0: exactly do an yeah. assessment it's just natural you know yeah and, uh, wow so was there a moment when your baby came out like a feeling in that moment
1: oh just a big release you know because I know a lot of women say the ring of fire. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I didn't really feel a ring of fire. It was just a ring of pain. Oh. <laughs> and when he came out, it was like, oh, like, you know, and so happy. I could feel the whole room had relief, you know, mm-hmm. because Vincent said that the burning team was also looking at each other like, okay, like we need to get going. He needs to be here. They didn't tell me anything like that. And I didn't notice, but I'm sure they were, you know,
0: well, it the was... D cells with the breach, you know,
1: yeah, Harvard it's different down. than
0: just in like a plain old home birth, yeah. Wow, what an amazing triumph!
1: Yeah, and my partner was just like, Women are amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he was... it's, it's really like once you see that, I mean. You can't not think that even just during pregnancy, how your like body just makes a life support system for the little one, grows yeah. the little one from a couple of cells into a multi-trillion cell human, and then how you deliver that through your body, and then you know everything kind of closes back up and goes back to the way it was. It,
1: yeah, like after I was laying down and my placenta didn't came out right away, and it was 30 minutes and... Dr. Flores was like, well, I like it to be delivered now. Otherwise, can I manually do it? (laughs) But I also had a midwife, Alex. So she was like, let's give her a little more time because the ending of this birth was quite, you know, rigorous. Let's give her more time. And I sat on the birthing chair again and Alex held me from the back like a mom. She Mm -hmm. put her hand on my chest and she was like, let's take a moment to thank your body for carrying this baby, for birthing this baby. Let's take a moment for that. And that's when I cried. I was like, oh, yeah, mm. we did all this.
0: I don't know I'm crying yeah. again, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you doing it. minute.
1: <laughs> sorry.
0: Sponsored <laughs> by cleaning <Yeah>. Not really.
1: <laughs> no, that's yeah. where I felt like, oh, yeah, you know, we did this. My body did this and everything's good. And yeah. And, you know, midwives, they have this spiritual connection, which was beautiful. It was beautiful to have both
0: yeah yeah it's really cool to have both yeah working together like that you know the best of both worlds as they say yeah did latching and feeding go well
1: it did and uh placenta took an hour and a half (laughs) i'm sure victoria Flores was like okay Uh, but she was checking my vitals and everything was good so i was like
0: oh so you did it on your own they didn't take it out
1: No, I said, give me a little more time. It was also so busy in that room, six people, and they were cleaning up. And I also asked, like, hey, can I have a moment and can everyone be quiet? I just Mm -hmm. thought, you know, I still need to. I know for some people it falls out, but I apparently needed a little more time and Mm -hmm. a little bit more peace and quiet for it, and then it came out. So, yeah. Wow. yeah it released and i had some blood clots which victoria floor she took him out by hand manually
0: yeah <laughs> that's, that's not the funnest looking
1: no yeah. but i'm glad she did because then the bleeding stops sooner and it's better for right. your body you know so yeah. how old is the baby now tomorrow is going to be three weeks
0: wow
1: yeah
0: Wow, well, and what did you name it
1: his name is saul Saul. And it, yeah yeah i know it's a jewish name <laughs> and yeah. his second name is zion my brother's name is zion so
0: also Yeah, Jew-y. Also okay. Jew-y. <laughs> yeah. that's right. we share we're happy to share yeah <laughs> <laughs> well a huge congratulations to you i Thank mean you. if ever there's an example of someone who does their homework and sort of ends up in a situation where curveball is thrown your way and you calmly you know explore the options work your way through them and make a decision and follow through on it. That was you and your birth and your fabulous team that you had around you. And I'm just happy for you that you had the option and you had a, sounds like a really lovely experience.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I feel so fortunate, you know, having the right people and also trust in myself, but trust from my partner and people like you, like, you know, just say like, yeah, you got this. I think that's the most empowering for a woman. And then, you know, whatever birth ends up to be, you know, it's just nice to be empowered in whatever situation.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, as I'm always inspired by, like your husband said, what you guys do to make, deliver and feed babies and raise (laughs) them. But uh, in your case, like, I don't know, just a little extra hint of inspiration from really just like following your dreams confidently and pushing through to a a beautiful ending.
1: Pushing through.
0: Literally. Literally. (laughs) literally. One foot (laughs) up. I'm just going to repurpose the squatty potty and go on and show yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Let's not lose sight of the fact that you have a beautiful clothing line called? Fumé. Fumé. Smoky. Yeah. It's smoky. Yeah. <laughs> and where can we find you online?
1: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I will think I'll link it in the show notes because my name, as you heard in the beginning.
0: <laughs> oh, Yeah. Okay. Well, let's spell it out.
1: Okay, sure. It's E-S-M-double-E Esme. underscore G W E R A T Z, and you'll find me, and you'll find my brand in my profile and pictures of the little one and everything.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Anyway, did you put up any birth pictures?
1: Not yet. I'll send some to you so oh. you can.
0: Okay. We'll share with the club. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Congratulations again. And at home, Thank thanks you. for listening to our podcast. If you want to connect, we have this awesome new blog at informpregnancy.com. Come check it out, informpregnancy.com. Doctor Doctor, give me the news I got a whole lot of questions for you. This kid's